0: Hello and welcome to the Over Under the only podcast in world talk about sports and gambling. I'm one of your hosts, Alex McCoy. Join me as always. He just got stuffed and stripped by Drew Holiday. To end the playoff game? It's the waterfalls.
1: I also got a promotion, and I was on the on, on the Big Kid podcast.
0: Look at this guy getting the call to the big show. Not How's happy. Uh,
1: not happy about Jamie being sick at all. Sure,
0: yeah. But you know, wow, you were really can, quick on that. It makes me feel like you are a little happy. What, it's okay No, right, no just, don't do this.
1: it. <laughs> Please don't start this. No. I thought that's a but weird whatever thing I can, to say whatever I out of do the to gate.
0: Help. You know, it's just like when when one of my kids walks in the kitchen and like, I'm not going to name who it is, Marlo, and she's like, I didn't eat the cookies. <laughs> and I was like, what? I didn't know we are missing cookies. Man, like, not I know, but it wasn't been an accusation yet. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, it's just uh, but you did great. You did wonderful. Uh, you and Aaron both uh, if people haven't listened to it. you and Aaron stepped in uh, and helped me navigate the Wednesday episode. We got to talk about Zach Ephron. You uh, Aaron and myself got to snake draft parenting moments. Um, so uh, I think it went really well. So big thanks uh, to you all. Like do people treat you differently now? Like do you know like does your wife look at you differently? Blah. I got
1: good I got good notes. I got good feedback. I really appreciate it. It's a little bittersweet because we just want Jamie to feel better. Um, I'm gonna pause right there. What what are you drinking?
0: Uh, I'm drinking <laughs> electro lit I guess. Are you okay? Um, I, you know, I'm big into elect- it, electrolytes it, now. These is days, it ev- is know? it everyone at the PMG? I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. Um, I'm, you know, I, I did tell you. I alluded to. I've got some discontent with Liquid IV. They won't sponsor the show. Um, I am dubious about some of their flavors. I'm not saying I'm, uh, you know, I'm courting other options, but I'm. To keep my options open and you know?
1: just to be super clear i'm not courting other options liquid yeah. iv is the way to go unless yeah. they explicitly say they won't sponsor us then yeah. i will absolutely open it up
0: it feels like their silence is deafening so i yeah. thought it was
1: pedialyte okay
0: so i'm I uh, okay you're not, not saying it's not <laughs> it's it this is not i'm not saying i haven't done that recently why, why should babies get to have all the fun Pee yeah, light's no delicious. Doubt. It's calorie. It's low in calories. Gets that hydration back. Maybe you boys been working a little bit in you know backyard stuff like that and have been sweating. I'm trying to get that urination cycle back up. You know, just how <laughs> there it how is. How we do Thank things.
1: you. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a little bittersweet because Jamie yeah. is sick and we do want her to just get better. But uh, yeah. you and Aaron stepped in and and did a great job and um and 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 kind of you produced some good segments uh, and I got to sit in on one and it was very fun and I'm very appreciative.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that, and I just want to confirm for the listeners: when you were saying that it was bittersweet about Jamie, you didn't wink ironically, like like knowingly. You like have you to were, stop doing this. This I'm, is no. Not I'm confirming topic. you didn't. She I'm saying does not you feel didn't. well. I know. I, I agree with you. I'm saying you are not someone who is trying to take advantage of the situation. You are not winking. You're starting
1: like, to. You're starting to seem like you're someone that's trying to take advantage of the situation. You're starting to come across as your definition of Jerry West, not my right. definition of Jerry West.
0: Don't. In, hey, in Showtime, stop it. That's not cool. You've crossed the line. Okay, it's all fun great. and games, I think and I'm so having great. fun. I'm talking about winking. You compare me to the bad Jerry West. That's fighting words. He's not bad okay? to me, but he is to you. Do you think Jerry West would have done a better job managing that Celtics collapse at the end of Game Five uh, than uh, Brad Stevens is doing right now? Even though I know he's not the coach, I'm talking about the GM.
1: Um, I'm going to say no. Okay, I, I yeah. think that was just really weird. I I I think the series is just um, it, it. It's just two heavyweight boxers just absolutely punching each other in the yeah. face, and you and you have a bad round every once in a while, and their bad round happened to be the end of that game
0: that uh and let me okay let me follow up here and you know what
1: else real quick i'm sorry this this might be the bucks just trouncing them if horford doesn't step up big but you can't just you can't you have to give steven's credit for bringing horford back after um you know what happened in philadelphia and then okc which they okc just didn't want him to play um because he plays hard, but sure. if, if Horford didn't have the last couple of games he had, then this looks completely different. But he did, so that is credit to Stevens bringing him back. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I and I, I started that off by uh, ushering in the name of Brad Stevens, when we're really be talking about Imei Doku. Who I, I'm not going to blame him for the collab. I, I don't want to blame him. It just felt like a weird sequence. Because and I, and I say that um, because I I'm going to count it. I didn't gamble on this game, but I intended Neither to gamble on this game. I plan to do it. I had a feeling about the Bucks and Giannis and I was going to place that bet. And then life happened whatever whatever. I had the cookie thing I just told you about with Marlo. That was a whole deal, you know. And I didn't actually place a bet, but I am going to count that as one existential money, okay? <laughs> okay. So that is a win. So You I'm haven't done this
1: you haven't done this in a while, but there's Thank credits you. in your account that yes. you're going to use later cuz you're up a win.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go into action right now and do like plus, I don't know, 25 units because that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I just felt really confident. Honestly, I was going to bet, and then I, I totally forgot. And then I turned on the game. You were going so to bet Bucks Moneyline? I uh, was going to bet Bucks Moneyline and then a Giannis uh, point over. And I, I forgot, and I realized it was at Boston. And I was like, wow, glad I didn't do that because I forgot it was at Boston. And then I watched the end of that game and I felt bad for Marcus Smart. Um, but that what a wild series. you know And I think... Uh, we had anointed the Celtics as probably the fi- the Eastern Conference finalists, and now I don't. That's all up in the air, and I think it's really interesting how quickly everything turns, and it can turn again here in Milwaukee. Um, but what a what a strange what a strange two well, think to a game.
1: Th- They were the hottest team coming into playoffs, especially in the East. I would yeah. say, and then Brooklyn gave them a, a, a you know a pretty good run for their money each game, yeah. and the Celtics should have definitely been the better team. So then all of a sudden it was like, uh Oh, what's going on here. And then the bucks started coming on strong. Um, and, and I, I just think it's been such a awesome series to watch. It's just, it really, really, has, been. It really clean, has been really has been clean, really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, at the, we're so we'll talk a little bit about Giannis later here and the episode. But um, before we continue the over and achievers is a show intending to consider news from the sports world to the prism of overs and unders. However, from time to time, we do discuss gambling in a variety of ways. Accordingly, we're not experts. We do this for entertainment. We do this for camaraderie. And we will always tell people to gamble responsibly. Jason, outside of your newfound status, celebrity, um, unsolicited notes on your performance that you alluded to getting via text message. How are you doing in the world? I think I have pulled a muscle in my quad mm, mm-hmm. playing softball. This is good. I on caught Wednesday this nights. late in the text thread, and so it was too late to respond because of uh, bedtime stuff. Um, but I'm really interested in this because you, so in a text thread, you presented this idea that you're playing softball and you're running so fast <laughs> and like you're moving so quickly that you're, even your muscles, which are substantive, they're not able to comply with the athletic demands you're putting on them. I never said anything about the s- I'm the summarizing speeding. broadly, but that's basically kind of what I got from it.
1: So last week I was playing a doubleheader and there was this guy up to bat named Manny and he mm-hmm. and I was playing third and he was absolutely just rocketing the ball. Sure. Like both teams were watching when he get up to the plate and they're like third, you ready? Huh? Okay. You ready for this?
0: <laughs> you playing a shallow third? You playing like a like a short left field.
1: When third. Manny was up, I was definitely up against the grass. So okay. there's okay. a deep there's a deep third. And at one point I go to dive to my right for the ball Mm -hmm. and I plant on my left leg and something happened. I didn't feel a pop, but Mm. I basically didn't dive. I basically just fell down. There was no like forward motion there. Um, And everybody was like, you missed that pretty bad. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. And nothing really hurt. And then I was running to first after getting a hit or hitting the ball. I was running first to attempt to get it. Congrats
0: on the contact. Good job.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. And I, it was just hurting so bad and that was last week. And then it didn't hurt, th- it hurt a little bit Thursday and then it hurt. It didn't hurt over the weekend doing a lot of lawn work, you know, as, yeah. as, as you were alluding to earlier and then it, everything was seemed fine. And then I'm just back out there last night and it, something was going on again. And this is just being old, I think, because I think it's sure. gonna take like six weeks for a barely pr- pulled part of my quad to heal, and I'm just not a fan of it. Also, I haven't done much physical activity in a while, so maybe that's a problem as well. Who knows? Could be. Who
0: knows? No, that, that has no bearing on this. Um, do you, is there physical evidence of this uh, pull situation?
1: Uh, yes. There is oh, There is okay. now after trying to go out and play or going out and playing again last night. There is, uh, yeah, definitely a very specific spot that hurts and then a little bit of a bump a couple six inches away from it
0: okay okay so that's good so at least you have something to point to that's the uh, what I wanted to tell you was if there's no physical evidence you do have to create physical evidence because I know I wish there was a bruise or something
1: because I'm like it's right here and everybody's like cool man I don't know you just seem like you could because I can field fine because I'll play third or second and then um, and then when I go up to bat I can swing just fine and it's just when I have to attempt to sprint at my blazing speed that my chicken my chicken legs take me at (laughs) why are you Um, laughing
0: no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just remembering. You were uh, laughing when I, I said chicken legs. Okay. Honestly, do you know why I was laughing, to be honest with you? Why I was laughing? I was thinking about how freaking sick we were when we played church softball together and you were <laughs> second I was shortstop, and how many double plays we turned. It's a lot of double plays that we turned. That's what It that's, really that's, helped when we
1: were playing about. church softball because the guys that were hitting, I mean, although there was definitely some guys that could really bomb it, uh, they were so slow. They were. So that yeah. made our that made our double play look
0: so fast. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, and now you have lived long enough to become the villain of the yes. slow guy. <laughs> I think that's good. I, uh, one time I got, uh, I sl- I'm, a, I'm a big, even though I'm wearing shorts, I'm definitely sliding guy. Um, and uh, I, I, that, I was broken into that because I got, I think it's called cel- cellulitis, I, I believe is what it's called. And it's kind of like a bacterial infection. Ooh. Uh, and it, it was a giant strawberry on my shin, and it took like two and a half weeks to heal. And uh, when I say heal, like it just never healed. I had to eventually go to the doctor, which I didn't want to do. But Ashley was like, hey, this is disgusting because it's got an <laughs> oozy texture. Ew. And I know she's like, so you have to stop sleeping in football tights because uh, <laughs> you got to do better. So I had to go to the doctor and get like an antibiotic cream. So, you know, that's just softball corner. And, and I think we're pioneering a, a really good segment on the
1: show. I miss playing. I haven't played in like eight or nine years and it's been, it's been really fun. But now I've got this nagging injury and I don't know what to do.
0: Ah, The thing that broke me from softball very uh, transparently and authentically was my nature is I want to swing. I want to uh, get swings in at the cage. I want to practice. um, And I need reps. And just like taking time away from the family to go hit softball at the batting cage for a church softball game, that just didn't feel like a good move for me. You know, didn't feel like a good use of my time. So I was like, I probably need to hang it up. I probably need to hang it up at this point.
1: Yeah, I, so, I don't practice at all. I just go out there and yeah. play, and it, it's it's that's a fun a, it's a, a fun league as well. So that's it's not like some of those more competitive leagues. It's it's a fun. Let's get out here and and play.
0: That's good. Okay. So let's do uh let's let's get into some really good stuff here. We're going to do these uh over and react, overreacting underreacting rapid fires. Uh the first one, I'm so excited to talk about this because I, I um, know you are. Here we go. <laughs> no, look, and here to the, to tell the like the true story, I saw so it's about this two hype video footage from camp of him throwing to Tyreek and I saw this in a vacuum, right? I saw this and I was like I didn't realize the internet was already all over this. I thought I was pioneering this hot take. And I was like, number one, he's in cargo shorts. Don't love it. Number two, he's in a bucket hat. Really don't love that. Number three, (laughs) they used this clip of him underthrowing Tyreek Hill by 15 yards. And that's supposed to get me excited for the season. Unbelievable. Truly incredible. What was your reaction when you saw this footage? Okay,
1: obviously my my reaction was the complete opposite of yours. (laughs) Cargo shorts are extremely efficient use of time and space, especially yeah. if you have a belt on then, right. you know, you can hang whatever you can put, whatever you need into, into your, your shorts and they're not just right there on your hip, you know, your wallet, your phone, your keys, whatever you need. Second of all, a bucket hat is mm-hmm. the more practical hat to be wearing. A regular okay. brimmed hat only protects your forehead and kind of your eyes. If you need, you need that bucket hat life. Okay. Cause you're protecting yourself cause I'm not somebody that likes to wear sunscreen, right? Sorry. That's Jamie's not gonna like that either. Yeah. Um, but I don't like to wear sunscreen, so I wear a bucket hat, and I had to order a very special one because I couldn't find a single one that would fit my
0: head. Did you get a big boy bucket hat? Big
1: yes, boy I bucket hat. Very, yeah, I a very, and it was like it was like seventy dollars.
0: Wow! And it was, they're like it's going to take six months because we got to stitch this. <laughs> we got to hand stitch this, my man.
1: <laughs> um, but I'm I'm mostly joking about all of the attire there. We don't know what route he was running, for the record, and everybody freaking out about this. Like, how many plays are there like this? Does it,
0: okay, I like this take because you're saying maybe Tyreek didn't run the right route. Never no, maybe it was
1: the right throw and the right out. Maybe it was a go oh, okay. route uh, comeback.
0: The old go route, actually, JK. It's a comeback. <laughs> the old hook route
1: pioneered the old hook route at forty-five yards.
0: Yeah, the old hundred miles an hour hook route. I mean, <laughs> look, I just
1: it was it was damning because Tyreek's body language when he turned around to catch the ball he didn't have to come back to it he did have to stop or turn around I read yeah. all the comments it was absolutely hilarious people breaking it down but it was like a cartoon but,
0: character trying to stop and like folding the road up underneath them because
1: they stopped so hard <laughs> but not then he good. turned back around and kept running like oh that was intentional and it was like oh that's not a good look but yeah I'm still like, underreacting to it because who cares it's one throw
0: it's it is one throw, but it, but, but it's is too- it? <laughs> but is it? When you look like Bill Murray from What About Bob, and you throw like Bill Murray from What About Bob, that's just not a good look for the season. So, Dolphins fans, like we're thinking about you, we're praying for you. Right? I'm now. still on. The,
1: I, we'll see what happens in the season. If he can't stay healthy, yeah. that's on him. If yeah. he stays healthy and doesn't play well, that's on him. If he stays okay. healthy and plays medium, he might be what everyone kind of thought he was going to end up being. I think. I don't think he's an elite quarterback, and I've never said that. I just don't I, think he's
0: terrible. I, look, as your friend, I'm telling you, you are starting to um, have a type of quarterback <laughs> which is go. very underwhelming, very mediocre, and needs to be in a really good system. And huh. Tua Tua is a left-handed, not as healthy Mitch Trubisky, and you need to know that.
1: I'm sorry that I like John Elway, and he was the, maybe the best quarterback of all time. Okay, do you re- even as you're saying it, do you believe Still, that? No, no, no. <laughs> No no no, of course not. Uh but no, I don't have bad quarterback take I, takes. I just Oh, go ahead. I know. You, no, I, you, I said that's that, that prompt you. <laughs> I just don't think some of these guys are as terrible as everyone makes them out to be. The problem is that the top tier guys are so freaking good. Mm-hmm. If there's a giant space, then the mid tier, and then a giant space, and then the lower tier. That's ultimately what I'm getting at. There's not, okay. there's not twelve other guys that could go into the Dolphins and be better than Tua, in my opinion, that are available.
0: Okay. You're not, you're not wrong, and I do think. I don't know if we've had this conversation. Uh, it does remind me a little bit of the movie industry, where you have blockbusters and you have like Top Gun's going to come out and it's going to, ha- it's going to make fourteen Quintin billion dollars, right? And God, then I'm so excited. You'll, you'll have the super low budget um, that will that will make it. There's no in-between anymore. There's no room for it. Who cares right. about the in-between? Why would you want to make a Duplass Brothers co- like action comedy that costs $15 million and might make you $40 million? I don't It'd know. I'm be kind better, of into that to be clear. I'm super into it, honestly. <laughs> yes. You know
1: I love but that. the studio is not,
0: yeah. It's more... Upside for them to go like big and swing big and get something that can redefine like their business for the next you know quarter century. We're seeing that with quarterbacks. So I, I, to your point, I think they're we've been trained to just be like, if you can't win a Super Bowl, like why do I even f with you? Um, but that's and, that's the reality right now.
1: Yeah, I, I, let me take that. Yes, and uh, Tom Tom Brady is Tom Cruise. Okay, that's that's mm-hmm. the best actor. That's the best quarterback of all time, right? I'm both not a little so. weird. Actually, yeah, both
0: a little weird. A lot yeah, of weird.
1: but but Tom Cruise's movies to me are incredible. They make money yeah. all the time, right? Most of the time. To a, I think all the time. I think all the time. I think to uh Mitch Trubisky that's like Jake Johnson. They're not doing
0: anything wrong. I see what you're trying to do. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Don't <laughs> take someone I love and try to put them on a quarterback. You know I hate. That's that's really. That was intentional. I'll admit that. No, I don't. That and the Jerry West, you're bringing a hostile energy, and I don't like it. I do not like it. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I'm going to skip to the next one here. Um, uh, there's a there's a situation. I don't know that we have a ton to talk about here. It just bears mentioning. There's a Chris Paul. His family got in a weird situation in Dallas where, depending on what you read, there was either an intoxicated fan who kept saying Happy Mother's Day to either his mom or wife or both intermingled with him saying F the sons and they didn't like that. Or I think the Mavs described that as unwanted hugs. Um, I just, did you, when you saw this, what was your take? Like, and did you see the video of him being escorted out?
1: I saw the video of him being escorted out. He seemed not sober in my, in my opinion, allegedly. Um, my, my very clear, I'm overreacting this because my very clear take here is do not touch the mother or the wife of the opposing team's players, just yeah. very clearly, because he was tapping on on the shoulder, allegedly, yeah. uh, is what I'm understanding. So just don't, just just leave him alone. Scream for your game, scream for your team, scream for the game, whatever. Don't, come on, don't do this. But this is this is parents at soccer game. This is like you know, it's just it's just nonsense. But here it's we just are. Just
0: respecting people's face. But I think I was a little surprised that. The visiting team's like family is in with uh, other people, you know, in with like the home crowd. I guess I thought they were cordoned off a little bit more than they well, are.
1: Well, sometimes they are. Sometimes they're in a box, and you know, that goes a couple of different directions. Not every single person's going to get a box, especially when the maps probably want to sell that box to sure. their fans or uh, what have you. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It, you know, e- even if you're even if you're sectioned off, at some point you're going to be running into other fans. You can't completely you know, just take over a whole section with just sons,
0: family and friends. Sure. It's it's just weird. It's, I can't, I barely can stand going to a game where I'm like the opposing fan at the other places home and dealing with those fans. I can't imagine like having a loved one involved in the festivities and people knowing like who I am, you know, and, and who I'm rooting for. I can't believe more stuff like this sadly doesn't happen. You know, I'm glad it doesn't, but I used to wear well. my
1: David Carr Jersey that you got me to Colts yeah. home games uh, against the Texans. Um, only when the Texans were playing. I don't wear random jerseys to games that that team's not playing in. Thank you. We don't support that. Yeah. However, I would I don't like I cheer. I like I'll get up and be like, yes, or whatever. But I'm not like I'm not screaming at other fans. I'm not screaming at the other players. You know, I mean people would say stuff to me um, when Sage Rosenfels would throw an interception at the game I was at or whatever. But um, yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. I, I get rooting for your team. I get You know, some witty banter, but just Uh going in on people or taking stuff too far—just quit it, please. Just quit it.
0: Yeah, it feels like alcohol has something to do with it. I don't know. Allegedly, Um, we don't know. Allegedly, uh, my favorite the the story I read that I knew I was going to be a fan of Chad Johnson's for life um, was when I read about him and Carson Palmer going to see an Indianapolis Colts game and wanting to see Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison just like to check out their chemistry. And Chad Johnson wore a Chad Johnson jersey to that game (laughs) that's just my favorite thing I've ever I I think about that from time to time I think
1: that's okay if you wear your own jersey to a game that your team's not playing in I think that that's that's the exception to the rule it's a
0: trillion percent okay Um, speaking of NBA I want to ask you this I've seen a lot of pictures like what Kevin Durant's up to post NBA playoffs partying with women in Greece beefing with Kendrick Perkins or whatever on Twitter just having like a really good off season he's wearing you know he's been for a while he's been wearing this hat it's like the seven hat you know it's like his brand my question is if i bought one of those would you overreact or underreact to that and what would it say about me if
1: i did what, what's that? what's been your ebb and flow of kd fandom over the years
0: uh didn't like him when he did the golden state thing um why uh because i thought that he went really hard after lebron for joining for going to miami and he's like i'm just gonna stay here and build my own team and then as soon as it got weird he left and he didn't understand why people didn't like that so i thought that was a little hypocritical but then after he left i don't i don't i'm indifferent i i respect his greatness but i'm not like a fan necessarily but i love the hat but i don't want to wear the hat and be a fan of him so what am i stuck here like what do i do
1: yeah if you have the hat you're a fan of him but you also wear a padres hat so that doesn't mean you're a padres fan Unless so that think,
0: makes you like me more, and then I do like the Padres. But see, where the, that. Yeah, I mean, I was born in San Diego, so. I, oh, uh, I wasn't talking to you. I sound like oh. the listener. If that, if I, if that makes me more like I went to the listener then I am a Padres fan. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I think that if you're buying a specific person's brand, <sighs> this is not a team that has had a billion players over the years. Then you're 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 making a different, specific stance here.
0: So I could I could I could buy the Tom Brady goat hat. I just don't like. I just don't. I just like cool hats. I don't like being a lot. I, I know. And like the seven is, is is
1: a. It's a great hat, but maybe <sighs> as long as you just say I'm. I've flipped on Kevin Durant. I apologize to him for everything I've said about in the past.
0: I'll never do that.
1: No, you can have the hat.
0: That. No. What if I like pick out the stitching with like little scissors, like baby scissors? <laughs> what <did> you- stitching? <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like I've I've done that from time to time. With yeah, but like, like, what
1: which part are you taking out? The Nike, the, I don't even know if it is Nike, if it's just straight up his brand, but. I feel like
0: there's a KD something on the side where I could just, I could, just, I could expertly tweak that out and boom, now it's just a seven hat. Then just order yourself a seven hat online. But that's, I don't want to do that. Now I'm making it, you know? And like, I, that's the whole thing I don't want to do. You now know you're know making I mean? it,
1: you're unmaking it if you take the stitches out of the side of a hat. So that's know, even more it, work than just doing a, a bunch of clicks to get exactly
0: what you want. What you're saying is exactly correct and true. <laughs> But for some reason in my head, it's wrong. You're wrong and I you're not right. I understand.
1: I understand. <laughs> something uh, – You articulated that well.
0: You're, so you, you are wrong about that, but something you're very right about is Nikola Jokic – has been announced as the back-to-back MVP of the NBA. Uh, credit to you, I wanna give you your, your your flowers and your loyal your laurels and your triumph here because uh, I th- I'm hoping you made money on this. I, for two years in a row, I've try- tried to talk you out of this. You've ignored me, and both years you've made money, so congrats to you. How are you 14
1: units, yep, yep, I'm up, I'm up, I made money. Um, now, I was 14 units, but you have to take four of those units away because I also bet on Ja, LeBron, mm-hmm. Giannis and oh, I guess you only have to take three of those units away uh, for MVP. And this was in early,
0: late January, early February. Okay. And That's before like, the momentum really hit for hit for uh, the Joker.
1: Yes. And my biggest problem was I did not have a hedge on Embiid. So I got mm-hmm. Joker at like plus 13 or 1400. And then I um, Embiid was definitely the favorite at the time. And then a bunch of, I guess, analytics came into it. And then people were just like, oh, okay, here we go. It's, it's Joker again. Um, next year is going to be very interesting because I really don't think that the voters are going to give it to him three times. Even if his team is better than it is now, if, if, if some of the Jamal Murray and, um, oh, I can't remember the other guy that's injured, but, um, uh, uh, Michael back. Porter jr. Michael, Michael Porter jr. Yeah. Thank you. If they come back and even if they're a better team, I think that that's going to like in some way discredit him. Sure. So now I've got to move on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I won over a hundred dollars two seasons in a row on specifically Jokic MVP, um, but I've got to move. I have to move on. There's no way he can 3 Pete,
0: right? Yeah. This, I mean, I've been saying this for two years, so don't ask me. <laughs> ask somebody else. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. Unless they go like um, win 77 games or something, I just don't understand how it can happen again. But this it, it reminds me of the Steve Nash years of like, it didn't feel like he was the best player, but he won two in a row, and I felt like there were other players, but they just didn't have the case. Does it bother you how vocal Joel Embiid is like about not winning the MVP and wanting to have won the MVP
1: uh, to me. No, I think it was actually pretty close. I think that he was, he's trying to boost himself up. That's what yeah. you got to do in this world and market economy, whatever uh, in this economy. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So I, I've had no problem with it. I don't think he's gone overboard about it. I think yeah. that he had a very strong case, um, but his team, you know, it, I, I just don't think he did enough.
0: Yeah, and look, I uh, all we want is from from athletes to be authentic and vulnerable and tell us things. And then the second they do any of those, we get so weird with them. We're like, oh my gosh, can you believe Joel Embiid is so like upset about not winning the VP? It's ridiculous. And I, you can't have both ways. So I like that he's being vocal about it. There's a transparency to him and Giannis that I really enjoy. You know, and to his credit. I, I mean, you can certainly make the case for his MVP run. Um, and I think even now in the playoffs here, he is playing with like a Harvey Dent face. You know, part of it's just completely crumbled. Um, he's like missing a finger, I think, or his thumb is like broken or something. And he's still out there hoofing it. Meanwhile, I'm not, I'm not I'm not talking about Ben Simmons. I'm not going to bring up Ben Simmons. You know, I'm not going to talk about other people who are not playing, but i like this guy and if this is what like if he needs to be a little like revealing and emotional about not winning the MVP, i'm okay with that like do your thing Joel Embiid. i hope you yeah I, one.
1: I like it i like Embiid. i really do and he's kind of been he's been very consistent himself i think his entire career so i can really appreciate that
0: yeah yeah uh okay let me go uh this next item um and this is about sam howell you know i've 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 got like a squat take on Sam Howell of like, he'll be a good quarterback. He's like my Davis mill zone and everything. And uh, recently he announced, or he's been talking about like in interviews and on Twitter, um, he's revealed that he is uh, never tried a burger, never tried steak, and he will not eat seafood. He only eats chicken. When he goes to steakhouses, he brings his own chicken tenders. I'm sorry. W- when he goes to steakhouses, he orders chicken tenders, or if there's like a team dinner that doesn't offer chicken tenders, he B Y O C T brings his own chicken tenders to the meetings. Do you feel like I am uh, uh, my take, my squat take is in good shape or bad shape?
1: What is your squat take? Remind the people
0: that he is going to be a, like a Duplass brothers action comedy level quarterback, the kind that you are always seduced by in the NFL at some point that he'll, he'll be a starter. He'll be a decent
1: starter. I think it's in big trouble and I don't actually mean that, but the, the key part here is never having tried. How does that happen? Like, maybe you don't prefer it. Maybe you go to Steakhouse and you get the portobello mushroom. Not my life. Yeah. That's not happening for me. But bringing your own chicken tenders is buck wild, A. And not even having like, don't get me wrong, red meat runs through my body, okay? Yeah. But if if, if it's time for a steak, it's time for a steak. You know <sighs> what I mean? And I don't eat them very often. Definitely more of a chicken. Love turkey, ground turkey, all kinds of different turkey. More of a pork guy. Thank you, sous vide. We don't have to get into straight up grilling and sous vide voice right now. But yeah, honestly, sous vide feels there.
0: like the F one of grilling, and I'm not prepared to have that conversation right <laughs> it's now. Not grilling, but yeah. What did? You, uh, <laughs> yeah. <fun>. Uh, <laughs> Of, co- of meat cooking, meat preparation. Yeah. What did you get at the po- at the PMG team dinner? You got like, did you get scallops? Oh, I got scallops. Yes, you. got thank like you. three scallops while we all ate massive pieces there of There was beef. four or five. Yeah. yeah. And you all... Yeah, oh, yeah, four or five. Sorry okay, about that. Okay, so this is what <laughs> the setup is
1: now. Okay. Is, did Evan make you do this? Huh? Yeah. Evan is not behind <laughs> us. Evan is yes, not Yes, so we went to this. a steakhouse in Dallas. Okay, a famous so now steakhouse. I've, a now very I've contradicted myself. And Interesting. <laughs> I've contradicted myself. It was time for steak and I didn't get steak. Here I was not going home to my house. Okay, do you know
0: why this is happening right now? Do You no. know why this is happening because the Jake Johnson, Mr. Trubisky. <laughs> no, thing. you already had. You this brought this on yourself.
1: You've already you've <laughs> already thought all the way through this. I know how your mind works, but yes, um, I I instantly got. Listen here, I instantly got uh, uh, egg on my face. Here's the thing. Okay, I mm-hmm. was not going home to a place by myself. I was not sure. going to my house. I did not know how the red meat would sit with me. Yeah. You gave me a few pieces of yours just so kindly to share. But yes, I got scallops and they were the best scallops I've probably ever had in my life. They were absolutely they look good. delicious. If you're a famous steak rest- restaurant and you have basically 30 to 40% of your menu is seafood, I feel okay getting seafood.
0: Okay. Okay, I just I don't but now have I have ceiling. to be a Sam
1: Howell fan. Okay, so now it's I've, I've walked you into this. Uh, <laughs> so Mitch I'm Trubisky delighted to uh Sam Howell. Thanks, awesome.
0: I I'm deli- I don't know. I'm I'm assuming I haven't looked too far into this. This is not a medical condition situation. This is just like he is stuck in a ten year old uh, uh, palate food palate situation.
1: Yeah, I mean the the, the two big things are n- if it's true that never having tried a burger is wild and bringing. Maybe you don't like steak all the time, but never having tried steak and bringing yeah. your own chicken tenders—those are the three things that are that are the wild part of this outside of any.
0: Yeah, Sam, I saw things. like my peers would take me to like an adult restaurant, like not like, like a porno restaurant, like for grownups. <laughs> <What? you know? laughs> and, and I, no, <laughs> TMT, TM. write that down. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but like, I would walk in with my Happy Meal box and I would feel proud. But I stopped doing that when I was eight. You know what I mean? And I just I feel like Sam's never heard the Shakira song from Zootopia. Wait a minute, maybe, you
1: would take a Happy Meal into somebody else's restaurant? Oh yeah, what when it, I was
0: eight. You know,
1: no, there's no bring your own food to other restaurants. What are we doing here? Oh, we were doing it. And I did. So it you did the same rec. thing as Sam did. You're a Sam fan. I, I, and I told you that, but I was eight, bro. I don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? I know, but how could the restaurant allow you to bring other food into their restaurant?
0: Cause I just make strong eye contact. And I'm like, are you going to <laughs> say an anything? Eight-year-old. I did. And they were like, ah, we, um, the or d' was like, man, we normally don't allow this, but this kid looks intense. So I'm gonna <laughs> let him keep his nugs. I just, I feel like, I feel like Sam's never seen Zootopia. And the try everything song sequence from Shakira, and all that, and I just feel like he should benefit from a burger, you know, just like well, at least burger. a burger. That's the one. Didn't I don't like steak. On, it's cool. Like high on Survivor this season, he's like a vegan. But he was like, I've got to eat something, and there's meat here, so I'm going to eat it now. I just, we could be inspired by hi somehow. So just look into it. Well, I'm glad you joined me on this bus here. So this is good.
1: Yep. Um, okay. You trapped me let's, into it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you, you,
0: you, <laughs> you chloroformed me, dragged me on the bus, locked the doors. But yeah, I am on the bus with you. You're correct. It's like the uh, r- uh, room with Brie Larson, uh, and you're joining me now. So <laughs> wonderful. Oh, wonderful to be here. Um, okay. Let's go first. Uh, over under here, and this is obviously we've not buried the lead. We just haven't uh, talked about the probably the most significant sports story, I, I guess, occurring in the last few days. And it's the news that um, uh, so it was uh, Lachlan Murdoch, uh, I guess, on a earnings call or something, announced that Tom Brady would serve as the Fox Sports number one game analyst upon retirement from the NFL. He's also going to be like an ambassador uh with clients and like promotional initiatives which that sounded a little weird and wobbly or whatever but fundamentally he's going to be in the booth and uh the reported number is over 10 years he's going to make 375 million dollars which is a lot of money when you saw this news what was your like initial reaction
1: my initial reaction is he's not going to be good in the booth for games i think he could have done smaller segments in the studio I don't understand why these guys are going straight into the booth, but Romo ruined it for everybody. I mean, he went straight into the number one booth. We all loved him. And then there's been kind of a, you know, it's plateaued for, for Romo, the excitement for him, I would say. Um, And then Manning, you know, he is very calculated as is Tom Brady. Maybe Drew Brees is the least calculated here out of of this group. Um, and has also been the worst. But Brady's doing his Manning cast and is absolutely incredible at the niche that he's found for himself. I think Brady can be good. I just don't see it for this amount of money. You have to pay this big of a name, this money. But then the ambassador stuff. Is wild. I was listening to Fox Sports Radio on the way home last night from the softball games, and they had Fox Sports Radio announcers—not uh, announcers, announcers whatever—you know, radio guys—congratulating mm-hmm. and welcoming Tom to the team. Wow! Like, like this is this is getting weird.
0: Yeah, it's well, like he was listening to that telecast on a random whatever Thursday or Wednesday night. Um, I, I think the strange part is when Tony Romo got the ten years, uh, one hundred seventy. I was like, that's the most money that's insane and now you have the joe buck and the troy eggman stuff and from what i understand because i agree with you i agree with your sentiment jason i love tom brady as a football player as a personality as a talking head i've never got the sense that he i think he can be self-deprecating which is great that's a good trait to have i think he obviously knows the game but in terms of being a very compelling personality that's never that's never what i've gotten from him so i think him being in the booth doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, th- I think you're right. It could have made sense where he's getting reps in smaller ways or like um, even the Manning cast of like, we're going to do this, we control it, we're in, we're out on our timeline. But for him to just jump in and like for the next decade, he's going to be doing this. I don't know about that. From what I understand in doing a little bit of reading and research from a couple different of my sources, like the Jerry West sources, things we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, the uh, Once Troy Aikman kind of indicated to Fox that he wasn't going to come back and he was taking bids this really rubbed fox the wrong way and they were okay to go greg olson kevin burkhardt i think yep but they wanted to get in the star game too and from what i understand they kept approaching brady with money and he kept just being like not interested and they eventually got to a number where he was like i I think i have to say yes to this and that makes sense for everybody that doesn't mean it's a good fit for the product and the content though you know
1: yeah and, and we've seen brady in the match and manning is talking more uh mm-hmm. during their match that they had and brady was in another match and and he he is funny yeah and if you he, he's kind of like michael jordan in this regard you know he's not going to bring a bunch of great commentary the entire time right but if you start poking that bear he'll start jawing he'll get frustrated he'll get mad like he has some of those type of fringe analyst type things where, yeah. where he can bring some of those, that that fun color commentary to the table I think and and some of that trash talking but when you're having to like break it down I'm I'm sure he's going to be great at those pieces of it What what other pieces of the entertainment, the intrigue, the interest factor is what I'm going to be taking a look at? Because I think that's been part of Greg Olson's part as well. He's been playing it so buttoned up. I think he's doing fine. It was like year one for him or whatever last year. He needs to just relax a little bit and and be himself a little bit more. And and I wonder if Brady's going to over-prepare, whereas it seemed like Romo was under-preparing in a fun way. I wonder if Brady's going to take this too seriously. And also, this might not start for seven years. We have no freaking clue.
0: That is true. That's a, that's a great point. This might get renegotiated uh, 10 times. But I, I, to, to what you're saying, I think the, a fundamental part of what I want in a color analyst or, or whatever, um, uh, not the play-by-play guy, is I want someone with no agenda. I want someone who, like John Gruden, always wanted to get back in the coaching, so he's not going to rip anybody. I, I, I Even um, Mark Jackson on the uh, ESPN telecast, he wants to coach again, so he's going to be careful about what he says. I want someone who's not going to be careful, who doesn't need this, who can just speak truthfully, and I think that is Tom. that could be Tom Brady, so that's interesting, but I don't know that he has the stones to be like, if I watch Mitch Trubisky ground ball another throw... I'm going to kill you, Kevin. I'm going to murder you in this booth because I don't want to do that. That's what I want, but I don't think he's going to give us this. So I'm i I'm a little dubious, but in terms of the over under for this, uh, particular, Thing we're, we want to talk about here. I want to ask you in terms of all the the booth combos that we can get in football in, in the NFL. Um, when whenever he does, whether it's next year or seven years from now, where do you think he will rank in the overall hierarchy? Do you think it'll be better than four and a half or worse than four and a half?
1: This one's really this one's really tough. Now, I'm going to say, and this is for
0: college and pro, or is this you, just for pro? If it's if it's for college, let's bump it to five and a half. But if it's just pro, let's go four and a half.
1: Okay, well, that's kind of tough, but that's very fair. Um, oh, man, I, I I just don't know how good he's going to be, but here's the problem. It's going to be compelling. It doesn't make it good, but it's going to be... You're We're going to listen, and we're going to break it down and rip it apart. Oh, and, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to have to go under, but I'm not saying that's because of quality. I like Buck more than I did five to ten years ago. I think yes. once he started... Once his book came out and he started being himself more, he's still a weird cat, and yeah. so am I, so that's okay. Um, you know, he, he, He'll snap back at people. He's not my favorite play-by-play guy. I think Al sure. Michaels is. Um, so, man, but I actually like Troy Aikman. I've always liked Troy Aikman. I understand why people rip on him a little bit, but now that he's starting to open up as well and become more yeah. of a personality, Same. I think it's getting better, not worse. I know other people have the opposite take of that, uh, so I'm going to take the under because I like Al Michaels and Herbie on Thursday night, and uh-huh. I like um, Troy and um, Joe. Joe. Troy and Joe, and then Tariko I could I can get rid of Collinsworth, but I love Torico. Uh, and then and then if, if we have to bump it up to five and a half. Then that's still the under because of Fowler and Herbie. So Herbie twice, uh, but basically it's all each network's biggest ones. And I, I left. I, I think that it could be better than Nance and Romo. It's that's just interesting. Not, it's just not for me.
0: You just, so you. Is it the Romo of it or the Nance of it that's not for you?
1: Nance is no longer being Nance because he's
0: pandering to Romo. In my opinion. Oh okay, okay. He's just a little. He's like an enthusiasm whipped by Romo. He's yeah, like, I he's don't, all, know, he, I don't yeah, know. I don't mean, know. Tone. Like, where do you, you know, want to take it, bro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you, know.
1: but you don't know when Tony's going to go over the top. Like, it's like Nance is on high alert all of a sudden, all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. You need a little bit of tension. You know, a little bit of competition, a little bit of tension in a, in a booth, and it feels like it's all deferential to Romo. That said, I, I like Romo. I like enthusiasm in my booth. Um, I, I'm with you. I think it's I think it's worse than four and a half. I, you know, even no, I took if, the under. So you think you think it's going to be better no you're you think okay you also think it's gonna be worse than four and a half so we're on the same page no no, no
1: no 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 hold on i'm taking the under meaning that they're gonna be in the top four or the top five if you include college
0: gotcha okay so let me do that again so you're saying it's gonna be better than four and a half um and it's mostly just because it's compelling just because it's interesting yes I, i'm a little surprised because you're not wrong i'm a little surprised though that he wasn't paired with somebody of more substance than Kevin Burkhardt, you know, to but really... But who is there at
1: Fox? That's the problem. Yeah. Who are the number one play-by-play guys out there? I mean, when you talk about the color guys as, as per this over-under, I, I mean, I don't like Collinsworth. I don't... Like, for me, it's not for me. I get why he's for a lot of people, but... Yeah. I, who are the play-by-plays that they could have paired him with? That seems to be the the shortage in, in the market these days.
0: Yeah, and and maybe that's what it is, is I... For Tom, I'm like, what? you can tell the money drove this conversation because if I'm him, I'm like, I want to go with Al Michaels or I want to go with someone who I can kind of learn from them a little bit and then find my sea legs where I don't know that he can – because I think Kevin Burke is going to be like, I've got the greatest quarterback of all time here. Am I going to cut him off? you know right so that's I don't know a, that he's that's the nance
1: romo thing that i was just talking yeah. about it's, it's it's you know they're gonna there's gonna be some pandering i think kevin burkhart's great by the way um but he's not like in the top he's fine. tier he's, he's, he's not fine. a hall of famer yet i'd say right uh, compared to al michaels joe buck that sort of thing um i think terrico is absolutely fantastic um but you know who else are they gonna put him with that's that's the shortage right now uh you know Akib talib yeah hope, i think he's you fine in the booth it, yeah. that's different
0: See, Um, I, I prefer him to Greg Olson. Greg Olson is so needy. He needs to be loved, and I don't like that. I just want someone to be who they are. Um, so
1: there's, there's fun things being tried at the color position. Yeah. I think that we're waiting for a next wave and they need to, it's not just the next wave. Like it used to be, you just have to find Nance, Al Michaels and one other, and and Joe Buck and and there's three networks and and that's all you need for, for your big games. Now, now you need three for college, three for pro now, you need four or five for college, four or five for pro. So the need is, is expanding quite a bit lately.
0: Is it, is it crazy if I told you, if I threw the spice at you and said, I kind of like Steve Levy and Louis Riddick. I kind of like them. I don't like Brian Greasy, but I like I Steve Levy and Louis Riddick.
1: I think that You're saying you are, reject that. No, no, no. I like them. I like them. I'm, I'm going with you. I don't think they're top tier. I don't think they're top tier. I don't mind them.
0: I don't. Oh, I, I, don't I, I like them. them.
1: I just don't. They, they couldn't stay in that spot. They, they, throw, were, set up, they were set up to fail.
0: I'm a, let me throw some chili powder at you. Are you ready for this? And I, he, and I mean this
1: it's not Eli Manning
0: <laughs> no it's not who's the play-by-play who's the color guy in that relationship are they oh, both just color guys
1: ironically Peyton's the play-by-play guy because he he does more of like the breakdowns and then Eli with his stoic uh, mannerisms is the color guy that's that's how I would break it down for sure
0: Eli it just he feels like do you remember What Up With That the sketch on SNL it feels like Peyton is the Keenan character you know <laughs> yes And Eli is the Jason Sudeikis trampoline guy. He just like trampolines in, and then does a couple moves, and then he's out, and he's back. And it was fun.
1: He does a good job. It's just like what else is going. He's just waiting to make fun of Peyton most of the
0: time. And I don't know. I don't have a good comp for Phil Mickelson when he showed up and just like took over the airwaves. But, but in a future conversation, we need to talk about Phil Mickelson's, the book about we, him. And we need
1: to <laughs> wait for all the facts to come out and Holy then shnikes, that's have crazy. an entire series about Phil Mickelson.
0: How? Okay. Th- but here's, the, here's the crazy thing. And I really actually mean this. I think I miss, uh, I think it was Tessitore, Witten and the Booger I think I miss th- it.
1: Okay. Not Witten, first of all, but Joe Tess. No, I
0: think I, I think I do miss that Okay, because it's this something. Is- no, I'm not. I'm not. Here's here's the case for it. You could give me um, Trent Green and Kevin Harlan. Okay, love them. That's fine. That Good is enough. the uh, lights off, most of our clothes on missionary position of NFL <laughs> broadcasting. Okay, it's, it's, it's it it's fine. It's not what you want forever, but like in a pinch, it'll work. <laughs> the Tessitore, Witten and Boogermobile is t- off the walls. I'm sorry, Tessitore. It's, a, it's the, okay. The Tessitore, Witten Boogermobile is something. You know in old school when Will Ferrell's in the trust tree and he's like, she could have like regular plain cotton underwear on. Or she could have something I don't even know about. They're something I don't even know about. And I I miss that kind of interruption in my life of expectation.
1: I just have to be so clear. I'm almost positive that there is a recording of us and me saying I love Joe Tessator and you saying you need to stop that. Okay? (laughs) And second, I've of come all, all the way
0: back. I'm with you now.
1: I get that. And he is fun and he is funny and he is a big personality. And I, I think he also does a really, really great job at the play-by-play. But yeah. stop with your Jason Witten thing. You're saying you like the chaos. Yeah. You yeah. need to be clear for the listeners, you did not like Jason
0: Witten. I liked that Don't. he was someone that I could listen to a game and be like, what are you talking about? I like the <laughs> so villain. like the chaos. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciated Booger that. in the
1: Booger Mobile was very fun. They were trying God. something. That's an XFL move for the record, not yeah. a Monday Night Football move for the record. However, I think Joe
0: Tessitore, put Joe Tessitore with Brady. like Big Tessitore guy over here. Just listeners know. Big I am too.
1: Also, if me. you watch Holy Moly. No, no, so. no,
0: not me. I'm saying you. You are a huge Tessitore yes. guy. Okay. <laughs>
1: yes, I am. I always have that. That's is. why I'm so excited. I thought you were doing a bit here.
0: I'm not. This is uh, And this I'm just is making true. sure
1: that Jason Witten was not good. God love him. He was not good in the booth.
0: As it turns out, football games are not. There's not a lot of action, so the more Correct. the more chaos action I get on the sidelines. Like I'm into that. Over under. How long until Pat McAfee gets a gets a TV gig? Like I don't know and what's going to happen with him.
1: I think he's going to be like a um, man. I think he's going to be like an Amazon alternate broadcast type situation, like yeah. Manning. Uh, you know. You know what would be amazing? Um, mm. Still think Eli does a good enough job, but put Peyton. And and I know that I th- I think that Pat's done with um ESPN with yeah. or does he still go on get up or now that he has the, oh, I don't know. I don't the know fan that. duel money? But uh put, put Peyton and
0: Pat McAfee together. That's okay. the duo that okay. we want. I'll, I'll, we got a quarterback and we have a punter. Can I yes and that really quick? Yep. Here we a go. Reporter, Mike Vanderjack. Boom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, absolutely What's not. What's wrong with that? I thought you were gonna, gonna say some you're gonna say some kind of a fun uh defensive guy. Um, that was Booger. fun it's put booger with them quarterback kicker punter quarterback kicker punter (laughs) okay (laughs) this is this might okay first of all we're going from your hot take of you liking jason witten to your hot take of wanting of wanting two special teamers specifically two kicking special teamers on on the same broadcast
0: some respect for special teams. There's also that, that tension of like, do Mike Vander, did they ever make up? Um, does he no, still hate him? Yes. I love I that. I love the anarchy that could be there. I will. What about like Bob Sanders? Bob Sanders could be involved. Could I don't know what Bob
1: Sanders is up to these days, but yes, that's what I'm talking about. Let's, go. Sanders
0: is the most gym coach name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and the fact that he was a game changing safety for Peyton Manning is like one of the joys and wonders of, of life itself.
1: I love him so much. He was incredible when he was on the field, but yeah.
0: Um, so <laughs> do you like, like the, the, the two is... kickers and a quarterback? Uh, no, do you like that. no, 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 well, no. You're in? I'm, I'm seeing, sorry, your uh, audio cut out, but you're nodding your head, so you are into that. <laughs> great, love it. Co-sign that. Um, okay, let's move to our second over-under. And this is about, so there's a Giannis movie in the mix at Disney Plus. I think it's called Rise, I believe is the name Rise. of it. Rise, yep. Um, I watched the trailer. You alerted me to this. I'm very excited to see this movie. I wanted to get your take on the over-under, on the RT score, the Rotten Tomato score. I'm placing it at 60.5. Are you taking the over or the under?
1: It has to be the over. This has trailer was motivational. This mm-hmm. trailer was inspirational. This trailer was I can't come any, up with any other nationals. But this trailer was incredible. It was it was very serious at times. Yeah, this is a serious story, and I think that it's going to absolutely solidify Giannis as my new Yao Ming. Like, just oh, player okay, that, yeah. How can you? How can anybody say anything bad about? First of all, and second of all, I just absolutely. Love watching him play. I love watching him off the court. We've got to get him some really, really fun um, commercials g- going on, and some kind of a bit like Uncle Drew or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we've got to figure that out for Giannis. The but there's no chance. I would bet money that this is going to be over sixty point five. That's a was, low thing. Is you're thinking that's because it's just a Disney movie that's not going even to theaters? That there's might be something else here or.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. After I watched the trailer, I'm. I'm worried it's going to be light on the actual content, and they're going to swerve directly into like some important, lofty, hefty stuff, um, without a lot of like, you know, narrative structure. But I do. I do think uh, I which they did with time.
1: cheaper by the dozen. Sorry to cut you off there. That, that no, was you, I did not see that coming at all. You're I right. I thought it was handled well. Yeah. But I was. I was not. Um, aware of it and anything yeah. that, I didn't do a lot of reading going into cheap, the new cheaper by the dozen but not? I think that it was really a, awesome a lot yeah. of reading I think it was really that. awesome that they took some of those things head on and, and, yeah. and addressed some of those very clear issues that definitely do occur. Um, And I'm, you know, like you're saying, I wonder if that happens with this as well.
0: Yeah. And, and and I always are, I'm a little allergic to uh, movies about someone who is involved with the movie and who is like currently existing in, you know, perpendicular to the movie because I just, that's kind of a documentary and those never work well. Um, But this just, it's a classic underdog story and he's, and he's still with us and at the height of his powers so and his to brothers. Watch this. Yeah. So I just I think it's going to be pretty cool. I know, you know, we're going to watch it at my house and I think it is a, I don't know who's repping him or who's helping him make decisions, but I feel like they're doing a really good job of not getting overexposed. They're not showing up in old spice. They're not showing up at state farm. Not sh- They're just like, yeah, we're going to find
1: the match. We're going to find the match,
0: but I want to go slow. I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, can I stop seeing Giannis? You know, I yeah, feel like we don't that, need
1: Giannis and oat milk. We need no. Giannis and in something incredible.
0: Absolutely. Cause I think he, he just we has need Giannis
1: and McDonald's like doing the Larry bird, Michael Jordan. Uh, okay. I like horse that or pig game, like off the, off the ceiling, off the, staple center blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah
0: blah and like he and he loses but then he wants to play another round but he says a greek word and larry and magic look at each other like huh what <laughs> and like that's in like to be continued you know what i mean and then Love now it. we're in the super bowl um so i just I, I have high hopes for this i he just feels like one of the most likable nba players we have right now in terms of all time like likability do you have like maybe one or two NBA players that like you you held in a similar regard you already alluded to Yao Ming but was there anybody else like a low-key or high-key like favorite of yours
1: BJ Armstrong I think is definitely Yao there's something about BJ Armstrong that I was just like is there anybody that doesn't like BJ Armstrong it's he's just like he was a small guy he was shooting threes He was trying on defense you know he like, like
0: mid-90s baby brother bulls you know yeah, just like the guy just, everyone wants there
1: and so, like that's the other guy that that definitely comes to mind when when you go through it. Um, I'd also say, uh, Jan Mahimi. No, I'm just kidding. Oh
0: wow, okay, that's <laughs> a deep cut. I love it though. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, uh, those those are my two. What about what about you?
0: I, I was a big Larry Johnson fan. I just yeah. like the big bulky guy. That you know, Grand I felt there. Yeah, I just loved the way he played. Um, obviously, I think you would share in this. Arvidas Sabonis, oh, just like a yes, guy. There's, who there's, looks there's like another a, one. Like a church basketball player um i like the anthony mason charles oakley combo i love that um, i wouldn't say
1: likable not likable but they're like, a very
0: fun duo but if they're on your team you feel yes. good you feel safe well, of um i also for, I, inexplicably i liked Ray lafrentz just because his name okay. backwards was fear lafrentz and i just think that's hilarious I, I just love that i just absolutely love that for all times let's uh let's move to the cameo close to the pin here as we wrap up the episode uh in honor of the commentating and the color analyst conversation we had i wanted to bring in uh drew Brees because he feels like the guy who got the most cucked out of the situation because tony Romo got paid everybody's getting paid and getting massive amounts of money i don't know that drew Brees is getting paid on par with that and i don't think he's very good at it so he's gonna get kind of cornered out it feels like right now but in terms of his cameo price What do you think it is
1: specifically on breeze? Just real quick. I wonder if Aikman got a bunch of money Mm -hmm. because breeze started breeze should have got a lot of money before he started. I'm sure he's got a good amount of money coming in. Um, but then they're like, Oh uh, yeah, it's Romo. It's Aikman. And you know, not everybody we bring in is going to be a monster
0: hit. So, um, but okay. So cameo drew breeze. I've already written, I've typed my number. I will write it on my hand. Um, but he he does feel like he's gonna be I, I think if you ask me is Tom Brady gonna be more Tony Romer or Drew Brees? I think he's gonna be more Drew Brees, sadly. And that's not a compliment, you know. Ready. All right, I'm writing mine and Okay. All right, I'm good. All right, ready three, two, one. You're one twenty five.
1: One twenty five, yeah
0: I'm one and nine. Wasn't he nine? Yes. Okay. I was trying to work in a nine number. Dang it. And ninety nine felt too low. But 199 199 seems too high. 199 feels way too high, but I'm hoping, I don't know.
1: 150 or 175. Okay. All right. I'll get 150. You'll get 175.
0: Yeah. That was a real, also,
1: he seems like the type of guy that wouldn't be on cameo, but I know I was surprised
0: when I saw him. I mean, there's a chance I pull him up and it's like Drew Brees is not doing cameos anymore. Drew Brees is doing cameos. His number. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was on the right track with a nine. Yes. All proceeds will go to the Breeze Dream Foundation. Um I was on the right track, but I was still way off. Uh he is nine hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Nine hundred dollars. You can get him for five thousand for your business, which I just do not To be 000.
1: very clear, if you're Drew Breeze, that is the move. I'm not doing I'm not spitting out forty of these a day. Yeah. If, I will donate money, you're donating money to my charity also if you give the money to cameo is that a tax write-off doesn't feel like it so this i'd rather just donate the money but we can get into yeah. those logistics at a different time yeah i we'll would do, say
0: we'll do tax write off corner <laughs> later in next episode we'll get around on here it'll be good but yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm a i'm a, a quanti- or quality over quantity kind of guy so if you if you got me doing this i'm going to make my money for it but nine hundred dollars I think that's the most we've had that's a
1: lot of I think of that's the highest number so credit to you
0: good grief um, alright that's it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers where you gotta remember follow the show on Twitter at ouachievers and on Instagram at Over Under also if you want to spread the word you can do so by leaving a five star rating and a review or you can just tell a friend you listen to this really cool podcast that they should check out as well uh, as always I'm Knox he's Jason we'll see you next time